0: What's up, friend? Welcome back to the Nursing Co op. I am really excited that you're here for today's episode because we are talking all about morning routines. And I know that this might not sound like a topic that you need to hear on a nursing podcast, but it is, I think. (laughs) And keep in mind that this is doesn't always have to be morning, quote unquote, morning, because I know some of you work nights. So just the start of your day routine. But for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to call it a morning routine because it's way easier to remember. So morning routine for this episode. (laughs) This episode is part of the Nurse in the Wild section. So as you guys might know, we are adding some more structure to the podcast. I've talked about it over the last few episodes just so that you guys have an idea of what kind of episode you're diving into each time and to give us some more structure and variety in the podcast. So the Nurse in the Wild section I'm probably going to come up with a different name, but this is what I got so far, is these episodes are going to be about nursing lifestyle outside of the job. So things that you're doing outside of work, like nutrition, health... You know, what's in your nursing bag, organization, uh, those sorts of things are going to be in the nurse in the wild section. So, if you see that, you know that it's about your life outside of nursing, which I think is so important to talk about, even though it's not necessarily a quote unquote nursing topic. Because you, as you guys know, we talk about all the time, you are a human being first, not just a nurse. So, we have to support our lives outside of nursing in order to level up in our nursing careers. So, for our first Nurse in the Wild episode, we are talking about building a solid morning routine. I know you guys have seen things like this posted on Instagram or on other social media sites about the perfect morning routine. And it involves like drinking 12 cups of lemon water and, you know, an apple cider vinegar shot and, you know, meditating for four hours and things like that. I know I've seen these and I'm like, well, that's totally unrealistic for me. I'm not gonna, I don't have time to do that. I don't have the energy to do that. I'm not waking up at two in the morning so that I can get all this done before I have to go to work at seven. So we're not talking the influencer level of morning routine. I'm giving you five key components that I think will help you in your mornings to make your day. So if you can work on achieving these five things in the morning, Little things they do not need to be long. It just puts your mind in a fantastic state to start your day. It leaves you in a sense of calm so that you can if you're going to work, you can go to your work go to work with having accomplished something and with having, you know, a more clear mind and a more grateful mind. So that is the intention of the morning routine components that I'm going to talk to you guys about. You don't have to drink lemon water. If you want to, that's great. If you don't, don't do it. So, the first thing on our list is starting your morning off strong. So, the biggest component with this is not snoozing. And I know that that stabs some of you in the heart. It is something that I am still actively working on. I still snooze a lot, um, but I'm working on changing it because the mornings when I don't, they're so much better. And I had a period of time where I was doing really well with not snoozing, um, but then I learned how to trick the app that I was using. So now I'm on the hunt for another one. But this is so vital. And I've, I've been doing it over the past week and it is it feels so amazing. But it's way easier said than done because we have built this habit of snoozing. It's so easy to push a button, to slide something on your phone, whatever, and it gives you another 10 minutes. And in the morning, your brain is always going to argue for more sleep. That's just what it wants to do naturally, right? Of course you want more sleep. But there have been so, so many studies indicating that that sleep is basically useless. Sometimes it's more harmful than anything in the sense that you drift off to sleep for 10 minutes. You're not going into you know, an, an appropriate stage of sleep, like it's not something that's going to actually help you. You're just making this really choppy, fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep, wake up, which really taxes your brain way more than you want to first thing in the morning. It also ends up making people feel typically more tired than more rested. You think that when you're arguing with yourself in the morning saying like oh just 10 more minutes, oh 10 more minutes is going to feel so much better that you're helping yourself get more rest, when you're really doing the opposite. You're taxing your brain more than anything. And habitual snoozing actually also messes with your body's internal clock. Which can lead to even more issues. So, there's just so many reasons to not snooze. And on top of all of that, I know that you guys have been in the situation where you're like, I'm going to wake up at five this morning. I'm going to have a second to drink my tea. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to have, ha- you have all these goals in the morning. And when you snooze and snooze and snooze until you have 15 minutes to get ready and run out the door that doesn't feel good. And then you just end up feeling guilty or end up feeling bad that you didn't stick to your original plan when that plan probably would have felt really good in the morning. But we just convince ourselves in our half sleep brain that we need more sleep, even though it's actually not going to help us. So don't listen to, you know, 5 a.m. brain you because that one's not working that well. That one wants to sleep naturally which makes perfect sense. There's nothing wrong with you. And we've built this habit of hitting snooze. So let's talk about a couple ways that you guys can work on eliminating this habit and see if they work for you. So Number one, if you guys are familiar with Mel Robbins, she has some amazing books. She's fantastic. But she has a method that she calls the 54321 method, essentially. She probably has a snappier name for it, but that's what I call it. Um, And she has this viral TED Talk. I'll put it in the show notes because it's a fantastic talk. And it's what kind of launched me on this idea that I need to work on this, this habit of mine. I need to eliminate the snooze button. But she uses this countdown method to kind of launch herself into things that she doesn't really want to do in that moment, right? But she knows that they're best for her. So one of those big ones is waking up in the morning. She's like any of us where she doesn't necessarily want to wake up at 5 a.m. when 5 a.m. rolls around. But she uses this countdown of 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then launches out of bed as if she has no choice and starts her day, even if she doesn't want to. And I know that that sounds so simple, but it can work wonders. And it works wonders for a lot of situations. You know, maybe you're walking into a difficult patient's room and you can count count down into that room so that you can just get it over with and get it done. Um, so I highly encourage you to watch that video and start trying that method. It's fantastic. And then beyond that, there are some really cool apps nowadays that will help you not snooze. So one that I've tried is Alarmy. You can find this in the App Store. And essentially, what it is, is you can pick. If you get the pro version, you have a lot more options. If you use the free version, you can essentially choose a task or a mission that you have to complete in order to get your alarm to turn off. So it's not turning, you know, hitting a button. It's for me, the one that worked the best is I took a picture of my sink in my bathroom, which is attached to my bedroom, and I had to go take a picture of my sink to get the alarm to turn off. So I had to physically get out of bed and walk over to the sink to turn the alarm off. Otherwise it was blaring and it's loud and super annoying so it works pretty dang well. So I highly encourage you to try apps like that. There are other ones that you have to walk a certain number of steps to turn the alarm off. Those sorts of things are just great stepping stones to force you to break the habit. Once the habit's gone, you might not need that type of alarm anymore. But it's a great way to kick the habit. So I'll throw those in the show notes as well for you guys. Find something like that that works for you. If you have a partner, you can also just try and commit to help each other get up on time um, and start setting your alarm for the time that you actually want to get up if you're working on this. So I know many of us set our alarm way earlier than we actually need to get up because we know we're going to snooze six times. And so then we we don't necessarily want to wake up at 4 a.m., we want to wake up at 5. So start setting your alarm at the time that you actually want to wake up if you are intending to work on not snoozing. So try these couple things. So that's the biggest thing that I want you guys to work on in terms of starting your morning off strong. The second piece of this is do not look at your phone immediately. That is a huge habit that we've built in this society as well. And I think that it just sets our brain up for failure. The When we look at our phone the first thing in the morning, it's it's just a constant comparison. We're looking at other people. We're watching other people's lives We're reading stories about the world. And most times I feel like it ends up leading us into a negative headspace. It's usually not that it makes us feel uplifted and happy. We start diving into other people's lives and we just go down a rabbit hole. And then we're not even present in our own lives. And that's first thing in the morning. It's just setting you up for A difficult day or a day filled with anxiety or comparisonitis or those sorts of things. You're just starting that off immediately or getting sucked into the world of social media, which is not reality. So I would encourage you to not look at your phone. Give it, even if you just start with like 15 minutes, that's fine. But if you can build up to the point where you're going an hour or something like that, where you can just focus on yourself for the start of your day, and then dive into other people's lives once you move into society. But I think that that is going to help your mood so much in the morning. So, number one is start your morning off strong. The two big components of this eliminate the snooze button and don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. The second component of your morning routine is going to be moving your body in some way. You don't have to go to an hour long crazy HIT class if that is not something that makes you happy. But I encourage you to do something, some sort of movement, because what it, what it always did for me, at least, if you are a nighttime workout person and that worked for you, just keep it that way. That's fine. But for me, what, what worked is when I started my day with exercise, I accomplished something first thing in the morning. I already achieved something, and it just set me up for success throughout my day because I was focused on all the things I've achieved rather than being behind or whatever, or worrying about having to fit in a workout later and wondering if I'm going to have the energy for it. It's just something that propelled me into my day and proved to me that I could do hard things. So that when I went to work in the ICU, I knew that I could do those hard things too because I already just proved it to myself, you know, 30 minutes ago. So this could be taking your dog on a walk. It might be doing a, you know, 10-minute yoga video. It doesn't matter. I don't care what you do, but I encourage you to move your body. In the morning, it just wakes you up. It makes you feel like you accomplish something, and it starts your blood pumping and gives you energy. That's the intention. So, start your morning off strong. No snooze, no phone—at least not initially—and move your body. Those are the first two. The third component is some sort of gratitude practice. And again, this does not need to be, you know, an hour long. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Everything that I'm telling you today can be, you know, five to ten minutes. If you can fit that in, you'll be solid. You're starting off way better than you were when you were snoozing and snoozing and snoozing until you had to get ready in 10 minutes and rush out the door. So gratitude practice is such a simple practice that none of us think is actually going to help until we try it. That's usually how it goes because I've done this and I still do this. I still struggle to be consistent with this. But when I do it, I'm like, oh, (laughs) I actually do feel like way better. So this could be very simple. It might be like you sit down with a piece of paper, and write down three things that you are grateful for that morning or that happened the day before, whatever. And the key to these practices is that you are not saying like, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my husband, like very broad, big general statements. That is not helping you look for gratitude throughout your day. you got to find the gratitude in the little things. So when you're doing this practice, it's the smallest thing. It's that You know, this morning when you woke up, your dog followed you to the kitchen and you got to pet him. It's that you had a really great cup of tea or coffee first thing in the morning. Or Starbucks just released their, you know, Christmas flavors and you got to go get your favorite kind. Whatever, like, little things that you enjoy. Birds are chirping outside and you got to like listen to them as the sun came up this morning. Those sorts of things are far more powerful than just giving big blanket statements like, I'm grateful for my family. When Because those are so much easier to identify. The little things take a little bit more effort initially. So just do three, three to five. Write them down because the practice of writing is also very powerful. So write down three things that you are grateful for each morning. So that might be the morning of or the day, day before, that's really fine. And what this does is it sets, you, sets your brain up to start to look for things to be grateful for. It trains you so that throughout the day, you're thinking, oh, well, tomorrow I'm going to be doing my gratitude practice. I, might, I should take note of these things that made me really happy today. You know, as I was at the hospital yesterday, the therapy dogs came around. That was something I'm really grateful for because it makes my day when I get to see dogs at work it makes me feel like I have the coolest job in the world when there's golden retrievers running around. So little things like that, your brain starts to pick up on when you start to practice this consistently. So once you've written down your three to five things in the morning, move on to the next line and we can hit component number four, which is set goals for yourself. In the beginning of your day. And again, this does not need to be an elaborate, crazy practice where you're writing 10 goals about what you want to accomplish in the next five years and you have like a whole roadmap. Does not need to be this crazy. Pick two to three goals for your day. And again, with these, I don't want you to pick something really huge, like I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, because that's not setting you up for, you know, positivity in this journey. You're thinking like, oh my god, I'm so far away. How am I ever gonna do this? I want you to pick things that you can accomplish that day. So the goals for the day. So this might be if you're going to work, it might be that you will try and seek out opportunities to start an IV. Great. It might be that you hope that you can or your goal is to get all your meds passed by noon or something like that if you're working on time management. You can pick these little goals. The goal even might be like you come home with enough energy to make a dinner for yourself. It doesn't have to be elaborate. In fact, I really don't want you to pick something elaborate. I want you to pick something that's small and achievable, but that gives you some sort of focus and vision during the day so that you know what you're trying to accomplish. So that by the end of the day, you can look back on your list and be like, oh, I actually achieved these three things that I picked this morning. Rather than focusing so much on the things you didn't get done, you start to focus on what you achieved. And the last component is to do something creative. So adding creativity to your morning, is super helpful for your mindset. So this can look like a lot of things for different people. So just identify what creative things you enjoy. It could be that you are journaling. If that's something that you like to do and you haven't made enough time for in your day, start off your morning with journaling. If you have a side business or other thing that you're working on on the side, you could set aside a little bit of time to do some work on that. You could read. You could do a puzzle. I don't really care what you do, but I want you to do something creative that you enjoy and that means something to you. It might be that you have, you're have you big into photography and you edit a few photos. That sort of stuff is really great for your brain, especially after you've already done all these great practices right before that. And again, with this, this doesn't need to be that you set aside two hours in the morning to do this. It could be 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever time you have. Just fit in a little bit of time to do something creative. So to recap, our five components of our solid morning routine is number one, starting your morning off strong, which is not snoozing and not picking up your phone right away. Number two we are moving our body in some way. This could be five, 10 minutes, doesn't need to be anything crazy. Number three, a gratitude practice. And also just a side note with your gratitude practice, this could also be a form of meditation for you. If you enjoy meditation, you can do that in lieu of a writing down gratitude practice. So gratitude or meditation. Number four is setting goals for your day. These are not big, broad goals. These are small, simple goals that you can achieve that day. And number five is fitting in time for something creative. So like I said, we are not chugging lemon water here. This could be so. If you, you know, no snooze—that doesn't take any time. Um, a moving your body, let's say you do twenty-minute exercise. Gratitude practice could take five minutes. Um, the setting goals could take another five, and creativity—let's say we throw on another ten minutes. That is what forty minutes, forty-five minutes for your for your morning. It doesn't need to be anything crazy, and you could cut it down more than that. You could make it a twenty-five-minute endeavor but what it does is instead of you waking up in a fury of emotion and rushing into the bathroom getting everything ready really fast grabbing your keys and running out the door you're literally that routine you are starting your day off behind you're starting your day off anxious and that is not helping you i promise you it's leading you to you know rushing to work feeling like you might be late worrying about what your shift is going to entail getting to work running in the door, hoping that you clock in on time, getting to your patients and literally like your brain in that circumstance is not going to help you, especially if you are walking into a shift. That is hard enough. So let's make your morning something that you can look forward to, something that you enjoy so that the rest of your day is much brighter, so that the rest of your day you're finding things to be grateful for and positivity and you're finding things that you're achieving. That is a much better mindset for you. All right, guys. So I hope that you get to try this in your week this week. Try even if you just start incorporating one or two of these initially and go from there. Even if your first goal is simply to eliminate the snooze button, I really think that that is the hardest one. So even if that's all you work on this week, fantastic. Um, As I said, I'll be coming out with a resource for you guys to kind of guide you in this practice. So keep an eye out for that. But I hope that this episode was helpful. If you did find this helpful, please share it with one of your nursing friends or honestly any friend because this one is not super specific. Um, And again, this is part of our Nurse in the Wild series. So in this series, if you see that header, you know that we're talking about your life outside of your shift, your life outside of simply being a nurse, the things that will set you up for success so that you can then be successful in your career. So, keep an eye out for these episodes, and I hope that you enjoyed this one. Let me know if there's anything that you think should be added to this list, and if you have any tips for anyone in their morning routines. Always great to share. And if you have not already, please come join us over on the Facebook group, the Nursing Co op Huddle. You can find the link in my Instagram bio at Ashley underscore nursing co op, or just search the Nursing Co op Huddle on Facebook and come join us over there. We are talking about confidence this month and we have our book club going so we have all sorts of things for you over there as well but until then I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will see you next time thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op if you liked this episode and found some value in the content please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally That way, we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.